Hey families, welcome to this episode of Parent Connect. My name is Steven, and as always, I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Patty. Patty, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited. We're going into a new month. Hopefully the weather will kind of cool down just a little bit, maybe. Odds, I don't know. odds are no. Probably. Odds are. August is always that like weird month, right? Where yeah. you, you mentally begin to think, oh, I need to get back into the routine of things, but Physically, it's still so hot outside. There's just not a whole lot that you can do that you want to do outside. You want to be we, more inside. You wake up and it's like 65, 63, <laughs> and you're feeling good. And then like end of the day, it's like 92, 93. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's still awful. can't really do anything. But well, cool. Well, so yes, as we said, welcome to the new month is a month of August. And so what we're doing in August is we are talking about purpose. And so throughout this month, you'll hear us talk about these kind of words of worth, direction, significance through God's purpose, right? How do we find that? But then more importantly, how do we help our kids find that? You know, obviously that's something we're all looking for as well, but (laughs) the focus of Parent Connect is obviously helping your kids find that. So that's what we wanted to dive in. But Patty, before we do all that, kind of just want to ask you a couple questions because you're a very interesting person. (laughs) So when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, wow. Okay. So this is going to be kind of a funny story, but I love to cook. And when I was younger, I used to watch those old like cooking shows. Mm -hmm. And what was it? I can't remember the older. Like Julia Child? Yes. Yes. And so I would pretend that I was a chef, I would go into the kitchen. My mom would let me do this, by the way, which I'm very grateful for because I would make a very big mess. But I would go into the kitchen and I'd make these little, we called them these like little patty cakes that are made out of flour. They're not like pancakes. Okay. But they, in the South, I know this is going to sound really weird, but they call them hoe cakes. It's like a cake that that Do we need to censor that? Do I have a button to (laughs) to censor you? <laughs> oh, no. it's just little cakes that were made with like flour and salt and pepper and some water, or you could throw in oh. milk. And I would make them and put butter on top of them. They were really good. By the way, I think they sell them at Paula Dean's restaurant and they call them the same thing. Interesting. Okay. Um, anyway, but that's what I wanted to be when I was younger. I really wanted to be a chef. And I would pretend that I was having my own cooking show in my kitchen and I would talk to myself out loud and pretend that I was a chef. That's awesome. What about you, Forbes? What'd you want to be when you grow up? You know, it kind of varies. I mean, pretty much all throughout my kid life, I really loved video games. And so I love like visual representations of video games. And it wasn't one of those things where I was like, oh, I want to be like someone who's like a a esports. You know, I, I didn't want to like play them. I wanted to create them and I wanted to world design. And I wanted to create fun environments for people to have fun in. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, I love that. I love any game that allows you to create things for other people to play. And yeah, I mean, there were a lot of games like that when I was growing up, but yeah, I loved uh, tabletop games, whatever. So anyways, long story short, I want to be a game designer. Uh, A lot of people say, oh, I want to get into game design because I like playing video games. No, I want to to get into game design because I wanted to create something for other people to enjoy. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that Well, was you're me. still like in your role right now. You may not be creating video games, but you do a lot on the creative side. That's one thing that's always just been a passion of mine is just the creation of 
environments for people to enjoy things. Yeah, Sometimes, I think yeah. that's exciting. Cool. I feel like these days, like if I look at our kids, I know for my middle schooler and a well soon to be middle schooler, one of the big things that they do right now in public schools in our area, I'm not sure about everybody's, but in our areas, they try to get kids at such a young age to like decide what they want to do. So they put them on this like developmental path. That could be a blessing and a curse, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things where you want kids to do things that they're interested in at this age, so they stay a little bit excited about it. But you also don't want to like put them in a little box and say, you have to stay here for the rest of your life. Right. So what do your kids say? So if they were asked that in school, what would your kids say? Oh, today, if somebody asked Grant what he wanted to be, it's between two different things. It's a wrestler. Like he wants to be a professional wrestler. That, that, like, honestly, that's pretty cool. The, the I like that. WWF wrestling. <laughs> the, the wrestling that's more acting than actual wrestling. Yeah. Or a chef. Like he wants to be a cook. So he could work the the chef thing into his wrestling persona. Uh, he could. He definitely probably could. That I would think, be not yeah. very good if he came out with a knife, though. <laughs> Spatula. Just maybe we'll, we'll downgrade to like a rolling pin, something like a 1960s, like Looney Tunes cartoon. So my other two though, like they're grown, but I remember when they were younger, it was like, I want to be a dancer or I want to be a professional gymnastics person, those kinds of things, which are great and creative and awesome. And there are some people who do go on to be professional dancers, but both of my girls have taken different paths throughout the years. One is very much into music right now. Mm-hmm. She's going to college to study Christian studies and she wants to minor in music. Cool. And then the other one switched to psychology. Like she's my thought provoking one, my oldest. Wow. Like I would have never pecked her as doing that. But mm-hmm. now that she's doing it, I can see it is a great fit for her. Good. Good. What about your kids? Um, for both of them, it, it varies based on what activities they are currently involved what in. What they're watching on TV. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, Callie, she's actually the voice of the introduction of Adventures of the Star Keepers. That's my daughter. So she loves that. She's been working with a really good friend of ours who helps us with talent scouting for Adventure of the Star Keepers. So her name is Lisa Big. So mm-hmm. Callie has done some work with Lisa and she's had a, a ton of fun doing that. So if you catch her on a good day where she's doing some VO stuff, she wants to be into voice acting. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. She kind of bounces around all over the place. She's done the gymnast thing. She's done the singer thing. The thing that stuck around the most, though, she wants to own a cat cafe. That's funny. So you've Mm got to explain this cat cafe to me. How does that work? Okay, so it is a coffee shop, bakery, pastry type place, but they have a couple different cats, say four or five cats that live in the building and they just kind of freely walk around. And so typically what I find is like a lot of these cats are up for adoption. So they partner with local shelters and bring cats in to just kind of hang out with people and get free rubs and to just enjoy life. That Um, is very interesting. (laughs) Way better for the cats to be in the cafe and getting some love than to just be in cages or something like that. But then they also open that opens them up for adoption and gives people an opportunity to 
to actually like play with the cats. And so it's an fun. actual thing. This is something that oh, yeah. she's seen or heard mm-hmm. of that she, oh, okay. Yep. I had no idea it was a real thing. Oh, yes. Yes. That's how we got our last cat. She actually um, went to a cat cafe and then came to me crying because she wanted to get those <laughs> cats. So she, I mean, she was sobbing. She broke down so hard. So that was the story of how we got our last cat, actually. That's funny. <laughs> but Dexter, I don't I don't know what Dexter wants. I mean, he's actually really good at video games. Like he's really good at playing them. So I feel like maybe he, I could kind of maybe help him kind of find a way to use that. But if you catch him on like a normal day, he just wants to be like a crocodile or a shark. Like, yeah. just like, what do you want to be? But he's like, I want to be a shark. That's like, so funny. I don't think you can <laughs> just do that. I don't know <laughs> if that's an option. That's great. Uh, well, that was very fun. But the conversation for today is purpose. Purpose is the reason something is done or something is created. So Patty, can you talk to us just a little bit about purpose? Yeah. So a while back, I heard this quote that kind of really like stuck out to me. And it's, it's the greatest tragedy is not death, but life without purpose. So I think I think even when we talked a little bit about what we thought we were going to be when we were growing up and and our kids and what they think they want to be when they grow up, I think when we think of purpose, we think about, hey, what do we want to do with our lives? What do we want to be? Well, but as Christians, that's kind of like flipped. It's more of, hey, God designed us for a specific purpose. And our purpose is to be more like Him and to lead others to Him. And yeah. how do we teach our kids and help our kids to grab a hold of life's not about me? I think of the whole like Rick Warren book, the purpose-driven mm-hmm. book that he did. Mm-hmm. What was the famous like question, you know? Like what on earth am, am I, I here, here for? for? Yeah, right. what on earth am I here for? And the, the answer basically was, but you know, it's not about me. I'm not here on this earth for my own purpose. I'm here to fulfill a specific purpose, which is to point people to Christ. So I'm really excited about this topic and sharing this topic with our kids this month in motion, and then also with the adventures of the Star Keepers so that they can understand that, hey, it's not about us. It's about what we can do for others. So that's kind of where we are. That's what we're talking about this month is the answer to that question is, hey, let's make sure that we are shining God's light and pointing people to Him. Yeah. And we break it up into just five different main points throughout the month. The first one is you are here to shine and spread light, reflect who Jesus is by our words and our actions and our deeds. The next one is you are here to live life with others. It's all about being in community and the and the purpose for community. You know, we were created for community. Mm-hmm then you are here for a reason. You have worth. You have value. God designed you. He's gave you a certain unique set of skills that you can utilize to fulfill a purpose that He has for you. You are here for God's plan. And then the last one is you are here to help others. So that's how we break down the teaching concept of purpose for kids to where they can grab a hold of it and be able to apply it to the life that they live. That's great. Do any of these stick out in particular to you? Are there any that you are excited to have conversation with your kids or while we're serving in the kids ministry, are you excited to have these conversations with other kids around you? What sticks out? Yeah, I think for me, that first one is a big one because 
it's defining kind of what purpose is and what it means. It's talking to kids about, like one of the questions that we ask is, hey, talk to your kids about the things they tend to favor or give a lot of attention to. Like we tend to give a lot of attention to the things like games that we like to play or our grades, the choices that we make, our friends, abilities, different things like that. But Ephesians 5.8 tells us that for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord, so live as people of light. So our purpose there is to live as people of light, to shine that for others. And I so desperately want that for my kids. I want them to know that the things that they say, the things that they do are a reflection on Christ or should be. If they belong to the Lord, they should be leading other people to Him by their words by their actions. And I really, I mean, I really like that. For me, that's the one that stuck out. What about you? Yeah. So the second week we start talking about God created us to be in community with others. So I guess that does kind of piggyback off of what you're saying. We need to spread our light, but we have to do that in a community. You know, I feel like, I feel like probably more so than ever, even though we've kind of come out of lockdowns and, and and everything like that. I still think that I, a lot of people's community groups did shrink a little bit oh, over yeah. the course of the pandemic. And so, you know, it's, it's probably a default that we would just kind of stay insulated. But I think it's important for, you know, my kids to understand that, like, for us to spread our light, we do have to go into places where there might not be <laughs> light. You know, yeah, that's how you spread yeah. it. So, I mean, we have to be in community with others. In order to share God with others, we have to be in those communities. So I agree with that. Yeah. So would you say, Forbes, like, so if I were to ask you right now, you know, there's still, we're coming out of this pandemic. What is a real practical good way for families to be in community? Like, what are some practical things? You talked about e-group, small group. What are some other things that we can do right now with our families to really get them around a community of believers? So we're not just talking about just people, because I can just go anywhere and be in a crowd, right. but intentional relationships, that community that that you can thrive in. Yeah. So, I mean, the very first thing we could talk about is the power of small groups, of family small groups, families meeting once a week, you know, maybe doing some Bible study together, the kids doing some Bible study together, or really just kind of playing, but really being around each other, building a community that way. So here at Elevation Church, we call those e-groups. Sometimes you could just read a book together. Sometimes it could be based off of uh, a sermon you you heard or something like that. But e-groups are very kind of like low impact, very fellowship oriented ways to build community. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little partial because we're getting ready to go into this, like at the time of this recording. So next week we have what we call Love Week. If you mm-hmm. tuned into the Parent Connect that comes before this, teaching your kids to love serving. We talked to Josh Wood. We talked to Tori Nobles about getting out and having you know community, building community through outreach. And I yeah. think that's such a powerful thing for our kids to learn to love doing. And we can do outreach with other people. We can take the people from our e-groups, yeah. invite people from our schools, invite people from our neighborhoods, and go do something productive. And I, I yeah. really enjoy that way as well. That's good. I would also say, too, I think the tendency during quarantine was to get so used to like watching church on TV or doing the things that were convenient to us. I would encourage our families, hey, get back into a local church. If you are close to an Elevation campus, 
go. If Elevation is not your church home, that's fine. But go to your just church. Pick a church. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> just pick a church and show right. up. Right. Be there. There is nothing more powerful than being in a room full of people worshiping and praising the Lord. Like there's so much power in that. And even though you may not be like having a conversation with a person, that is community at its finest because you're all coming together with the same interest and the same purpose, which is a great one. I think getting plugged in. Yeah. I mean, that kind of sums it up. Like, what's my purpose? We're going to be talking about that this month. We're going to have some fun doing that. Adventure the Star Keepers. We're going to be doing that at campuses, you know, at church. Like I said, if you don't go to church, Elevation Church is a pretty good one. <laughs> but, but you know, that's what we'll be talking about this yeah. month. And so make sure that you stay tuned to the podcast channel because obviously we have some amazing episodes of Adventure yeah. to Star Keepers. I mean, phase three is coming up. We've got yes. big new villain and all that good stuff, but we also have awesome guests coming at the yes. end of the month. We're going to have our friends, Chris and Ashley, and they're going to be in the studio talking to us about uh, probably some really practical examples yes. of how we can guide and lead our families with purpose. And so mm-hmm. Practically, what does that look like? And these are uh, some amazing people who, you know, <laughs> Ashley's got a lot of kids, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Chris, um, he, he has a pedigree of working in colleges and working with student athletes and, and helping people set long-term but achievable goals. So we're That's really great. excited about, you know, having a conversation with them in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into Parent Connect. As always, we feel you are the best person to lead your child. And we just want to come alongside of you and, and help equip you with conversations to be able to do that and to talk about things that you might be going through because you're not alone. You don't do this alone. You do need to be in community, <laughs> which yes. was one of our, our topics, but you need you do need to do that. And so hopefully we can provide that for you. But as always, you know, get plugged in, find a group of people who you know, you want to talk to a church and, and that you can do life with. And we love you and thank you for being a part of this podcast. Patty, we'll, yeah. um, we'll see them in a few weeks, right? Yeah, see you on the other side, guys. <laughs>